The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, join James and Betty as they explain what it means to be a servant of God. When, when you are a servant, you are impacting the kingdom as effectively as it's possible to impact it. Thank God for that. When we commit our life to make a kingdom impact and we lose our life in Him, that impact changes people for eternity. I'm so glad that we have this time together. I'm James Robinson, and my wife Betty and I welcome you to life today. I, I am sharing just out of the overflow of my heart with the family here in the family room, and I'm just thrilled we're together. I, I want to mention to you that, that when you see us like this, and Betty said yesterday she's here to pray with me and for me. She's the one that inspires me to know I've got to share the things that <laughs> when we're, we're together, we're just praying and God puts something in my heart. It's the same way sermons come to me. I need to share with, with the family in the family room. And when we really started this under the leadership of the Lord, when he said I was going to be effective as a servant and I'd be more effective sitting down than I am standing in stadiums. That was hard for people to believe. And yet for the past nearly 30 years now, 25 in here in this studio, but I've been talking to leaders in every area of life sitting down and seeing them change. It happened in China. The leaders were totally turned inside out sitting evening after evening and at noon around tables. It was amazing. The translators couldn't get over what they were seeing. It was the glory of God. But it's been that way all over Africa, all over Asia, anywhere we've been. It's that way all over the United States. I will sit down and talk to business leaders. I will talk to church leaders. I will talk to national leaders. Uh, I will talk to political leaders. And God just comes and fills the room. So when we started this, the Lord said, I'd be seated, but I would introduce you to Christ and so many other people, people you might not have met. But do you realize that since God called me to be a servant, and I'm going to show you where it confirms over and over that that's greatest in effect in the kingdom, and that's who you are. Those of you who have been helping us share God's love and His life and share water and food and rescue people and just meet needs, literally get the arms of God around people, you are servants and you're members of His body. And when we're submitted to His head, we reveal to the world the Father through the family that begins to behave like the family of the perfect Father. So you will see that as a servant, you are most effective in the kingdom. And I, I want to show you something here. A lot of times people ask, how do, you, how do you get to hear God clearly? Well, what these are is, I call them lightning bolts. I get these just like waves, just like, I call it just like a bolt of lightning, pow. It's a thought, I don't think it up. I'm not that, I'm not that smart. And over the years, I could always retain them. As I've gotten older and life is very full of opportunities and responsibilities and I get these lightning bolts, I know I'm not going to remember it the way it came. So I immediately, thank God for cell phones. I know they can get in the way, but they can be a blessing. 
all communication can be a blessing or it can be a hindrance. Just depends on what spirit is driving the use of it. But I'll call my assistants and I say, let me dictate this, please type it and file it. Well, this is many weeks and even months of filing those lightning bolts. What I want to suggest to you is kind of keep a journal with you. We've actually given you journals and I, I carry notepads around with me and write things down, but I also can call and get it dictated. And you say, well, I can't do that. Okay. Maybe you use your voice notes, Betty, mm -hmm. on the phone. You taught me how to do that. You've taught me so much about this tech world. It's amazing what great grandmothers can do. Here's the thing. Try to remember them and then go back to them. Here's one of the things that I wrote down about, about a servant. Matter of fact, I was so moved when my assistant sent this to me along with other things that I, uh, I said, I want to read it to you. The reason I said that is because the two assistants that were on the phone, and by the way, I, I <laughs> people say you have a lot of help. Yes, because we're touching people all over the world. And we're touching people with tremendous need or who have tremendous potential to change the lives of others. So as I was talking to them, I read this and then I explained to them just what amazing servants they are. Listen closely. A true servant. Now remember, this is one of those bolts that hit me. Jesus said, greatest in the kingdom is servant. I wrote what I heard. A true servant from the biblical point of view is the farthest thing on earth from a slave. Not a slave, a servant. A slave has no choice. A servant has made the ultimate highest choice. Jesus said, those who make that choice are greatest in the kingdom. That's his kingdom, living with his kingdom purpose. Jesus said, lose your life in that in me, my purpose, you find it. Try to keep your life, you'll lose it. So when you choose to be a servant, you've made the ultimate highest choice. Jesus said, those who made the choice are greatest, and all of us in ministry, in this ministry, that are effective have chosen to be servants. It's a choice a call, a commission, we respond to gladly. God uses and blesses and blesses through servants. Betty, could we have blessed millions of people around the world and have saved the lives of millions of children who were starving and the lives of millions who only had access to contaminated water? Could we have done that without the servant spirit of viewers who watch us around the world and decided to do more than watch, they decided to literally serve and be the effective instruments in the hand of God to literally change everything. Absolutely not. We could not do it without your help. And 
as I've listened to James and earlier he shared his testimony on how God, how God brought him into ministry, how he saved his life from possibly being aborted and God had a purpose for him. And I think about how important are each one of us on this journey that God is taking us on. How important is it for us to look around and see what part we might play in someone else's lives? Because I'm sitting here telling you, had James not obeyed God's call on his life, this little girl sitting right here, and I still feel like a little girl inside, this this person might not have come to know the Lord. God used him to lead me to Christ. I saw in someone that didn't grow up in the church, I did. I did all the right things, but not knowing God. And, and I, I saw this young man that fell in love with Jesus so deeply that it just came out of his pores every breath he took. And I saw someone say, turn to me one day and say, Betty, Jesus is as real to me as you are sitting right here. And I looked at him. That was strange words for me to hear because I didn't know God like that. And I turned to him and I told him, I, I don't know God like that. I want to know him. And through that experience, shortly thereafter, I came to know Jesus. And I think the most unlikely. So you don't know who's watching your life. You don't know who's right close to you. You bump into or you see or you spend time with how you're affecting their lives. We're all on this journey together and we want to do what God has planned for us. So it's so important that we let God prepare our hearts and our lives to be a part of that puzzle, that life that he has planned for all of us to walk this journey together and to be effective for his sake. Boy, Betty, I tell you what, it's, um, you know, she actually taught Sunday school the morning that she met Christ, a junior girls class like she had taught him for several years. She sang a duet uh, with her sister before the pastor preached, and she was in the choir, in her choir robe with the choir, where she always was. Betty came out of the choir at the invitation, walked down front, and told the pastor, I'm giving my life to Jesus. She, he said, you're the best girl in the church. What do you mean? She said, quit telling me how good I am. I'm tired of being told how good I am. I just gave my life to Jesus and he changed my life. And he did. And uh, it's been beautiful to watch. One of the things that, you know, as a servant, we want people to understand is that we have responded to a call and to a commission. We've responded to the invitation of God to come into relationship with him as father through Jesus Christ. And Jesus made it very clear that in his father's house for all eternity, there are many dwelling places, many mansions, he said. <clears throat> but there's only one way to go there. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. But I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now get this. I told you we're having these little sessions here when we started this 25 years ago, calling the family to the family room to help you get to know the father. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Don't miss this. No one comes to the Father but by me. Paul writing Timothy said, there's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself a ransom for us all. There's only one way to the Father, not many ways. There's one way. There's one exit out of a, a let's say, a journey destined for eternity separated from life, separated from the Father. There's only one way to the Father, not many ways, not several. 
Jesus said, I am the way. Now you discuss that with all the critics and all the skeptics and all the people that think they know a lot and all the people who love some kind of religion, but there's only one way to have a relationship with the Father, the Creator, and that's through Jesus Christ. So when we're called in the family in the family room, first thing, Betty just hit it square on the head. You have a personal relationship with Him. And then in that personal relationship, you lose your life in kingdom purpose. And the greatest effect, the greatest way to be effective is to have a servant heart. Betty, because of viewers who see what we're doing, and we told them we want to bring people in here who are full of God that you may know or you may not know, and I want you to hear their story because we don't want you focused on me and Betty as the mm -hmm. center of the will of God. We want to be in the center of God's will, but we're not the central figure. Jesus is. So we want you to see Jesus in many other people, some you know, some you've never heard of. But you're going to see Jesus and see that he works <clears throat> in any yielded life, just like yielded clay. He shapes you to be a vessel of honor. Think about this, Betty, because our viewers not only support the mission outreaches, but they support life today. The very fact that we can come into homes all around the world. You're the ones who make that possible. Think of all the different leaders that we have introduced you to. One of the main aspects, and I'm going to break that down, in the prayer of Jesus in John 17 <clears throat> is that we know the Father like He knows the Father personally and that we are sanctified by the Word. This is all in John 17. But then that we come together in supernatural unity. What Betty and I have done for 25 years, we brought the highly visible leaders in all the different parts of Christ's body right here. Where would you ever see some of the strongest evangelical voices like, let's say, Jack Graham or Dr. Jeffers or Franklin Graham or some of these people in mainline, uh, what we call Bible Baptist churches. And then you bring in charismatic leaders like, like Jack Hayford or some of these others that are from the Pentecostal persuasion and bring them together. All these great leaders that you've seen right here on this show coming together and knowing that we're encouraging them and praying for them and lifting them up. When Dr. David Jeremiah is here, we're just hanging on every word and don't you thank God for the way he's preaching right now as a great statesman? Don't you thank God Joseph Prince came and sat here all the way from Singapore? They're, they're one of the strongest supporters, Joseph and his church, of all the outreaches of life. And he looked at Betty and said, Betty, I know your husband's a, a gifted talker, but I see the glory and grace of God more clearly on you than any person I've ever looked at anywhere in the world. Said that about Betty and said it sitting here with her. How could you have all these different, you got Beth Moore, you got Joyce Meyer, Sheila Walsh, all these different people gifted. You say, James, what is that doing? It's building supernatural unity that Jesus prayed for and it's in the body of Christ. To God be the glory for what he's doing. You know, one of the things that I want all of you to understand and see, I touched on it yesterday. When, when you are a servant, you are impacting the kingdom as effectively as it's possible to impact it. Thank God for that. When we commit our life, and this is one of the things that I, I'm totally committed to do. When we commit our life to make a kingdom impact, and we lose our life in Him, that impact changes people for eternity. And that's what we're here for. And that's what you've been enabling us to do. In just a moment, I'm going to let you look in 
into a situation that only servant love and those with the heart and love of the Father can ever be a cure to. Now, now hear me very closely. Every great thing that God has done through life outreach and on Life Today television, bringing all the different beautiful parts of the body together, presenting Jesus through all these gifted ones, showing that people can be in different groups, different gatherings, but still part of the family of God, in love with the Father, loving the Father and the neighbor, loving the family members and expressing his love. What I believe God's about to start doing and using life today, your prayers and your support, is to inspire the body of Christ to stand up together in health, submitted totally to the Father, fulfilling his heart's desire, and become a body of believers, the church of the living God, prevailing against the effects of hell, deception, destruction, and division. I really believe that. So when we join together, we're going to be setting captives free in every area of life. And I believe you're going to see the miracle answers to prayer. You're going to see the enemy overplay his hand and expose the danger and damage of his deception and the dissension that he creates. And you're going to begin to see the power of God flow through his family and release healing to the ends of the earth. Just like you see with what you inspired us to do. When we showed you years ago that children are literally being taken captive by promising people who have little an opportunity for education, advancement, or for work, and they take them into sexual trafficking and make them a sex slave. When we showed you that, we thought, well, you'll notice it, you'll pray about it. No, that wasn't what you did. You didn't just pray. You said, we've got to start rescuing those children. We've got to rescue those people. We've got to rescue those girls. And you set up Rescue Life, and you have changed thousands and thousands of people by setting them free. I want you to watch. Now listen to me. I've said over and over, you want your prayers answered, become an answer to someone else's prayer. You want to see a miracle? Ask God to let you be someone's miracle or provide that miracle because love can do it. Watch closely. In nearly every corner of the world, one of humanity's most horrific nightmares continues to gain a foothold in reality. An estimated 25 million individuals, predominantly women and children, are trapped in a life of enslavement, most in sexual exploitation. In Nepal, the expansive open border with India serves as an ideal gateway for traffickers, fueling the market for human trade in and through Asia. It's a daunting enemy, seemingly too vast and too violent to restrain. But our Rescue Life partners will not be intimidated. They continue to push through the darkness with an unrelenting focus on reaching, rescuing, and restoring those in danger around the world in places like Nepal.
It's like these young girls are like in the jaws of death. And those jaws can either close in on them and take their life away, or those jaws can stay open. And they stay open by mission partners who are on these borders intercepting these girls. It's a full service program is what we do from interception, rescue, sheltering, and prosecution. Over the last two years, our mission partners here have rescued over 1,200 girls. We rejoice in the many lives that have been saved, but our hearts are heavy for all of those still in danger every day. This critical program must be expanded now. You, you heard it so clearly. You reach them and you rescue them and you restore them. Betty, that is a, that's a process in so many ways all of us go through when we come into a relationship with God. And the beautiful thing is, even though we've known bondage and defeat, not, not at that level. And that would seem like that's impossible to break, but love never fails. And in order for love to never fail, it has to have a channel through which it flows freely. And, and I'm saying this to you, if you listen to us, and I really want you to track with us, I mean, I, wa I want you to plug in for the next several weeks and really for the rest of your life and encourage people all over the world because we're gonna turn that river of love, life, uh, life uh, so freely on the world that you're gonna see miracles all over the world through the family of God. So what, what happens when you release it is people are set free. And not just people like that, but people around you by your testimony. And I'm believing, Betty, that right now today, God's gonna raise up every person who's ever helped us. And I've already told you that some of our viewers have put up a $320,000 matching gift. That means they came together, some of them might have given 10,000 or 25,000 or 50. You say, what would make them do that? Well, one, they've been blessed where they can do it, but they've got the love of God just like you have, and they have released it, and they so believe in the importance of reaching and rescuing and restoring these in prison in this sexual trafficking that they said they're gonna match what you give. Now, why did they do that? because God moved and his love flowed through them. So I'm praying that if you've never helped us, you will say, you know what? I'm gonna be a channel through which God releases his love and does set those people free. I want you to get your bank card, go get it. You use it for many things, hopefully useful things. Use it like a check. Go online or dial that number. Many people are calling right now to be prayed for, to be set free, to even know the Lord, to have a relationship with Him. And, and that's the majority of calls will be that. But I'm asking you to make a life-giving call, a life-saving, liberating, you know, set captives free call. Take your bike card, and if you can set one free, it takes $128 for a year to reach, rescue, and begin the restoration process. And now it'll be matched, which means that 128 won't just rescue one, but two, and I always encourage people, and I believe there are many of you watching who can do it, give a $1,280 gift and it rescues 10. You can do that. If you can, please do it. Either write a check to life, make it out, but call us and tell us you're mailing it, or go get your bank card and go online, or call the number and make that gift today. Please, please, knowing it's gonna be double. So if you give $1,280, 
you've now rescued 20. Whatever level you can help, $64 rescues one, it becomes 128. Would you please? Father, I pray everyone watching, those who've helped us many times will again help today. Those who've never helped will help today. In Jesus' name. We have gifts for you to bless you in your journey, but you're giving the greatest gift today. You're giving life and a chance to be free. Thank you so much for making that gift. We'll bless you with gifts as you've blessed others. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. Please call, write, or make your gift online. You know, I'm hoping you will make the $1,280 gift uh, if you possibly can. Let's get, uh, I just love this, Arms of the Shepherd. You know, God's called Betty and me to be shepherds in a, in a real true sense of the word, and many of you. But we can all enable the shepherds to hold the sheep and uh, rescue them. Thank you so much for doing that. Betty, thank you for being mm -hmm. such a blessing to me. For 56 years married and actually dated four years. It took me a long time to get her convinced that we need to spend our life together. Hey, we sure love you. Thank you for receiving us and receiving him and sharing him the way you do. Thank you. Look forward to sharing with the next program. concerned about your family being ill-equipped to manage resources when you pass away? Do you want to leave a legacy gift that impacts the lives of others? 
As a free service to our friends and partners, Life Planning Services, a ministry of Life Outreach International, is here to help with your estate planning needs and chart your financial future. Do not put off this important step to protect your loved ones and leave a lasting legacy. Contact Life Planning Services today. Tomorrow on Life Today, join James and Betty as they consider the impact we could have on this world by letting the love of God fill our hearts. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.